Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk with Sam podcast. Just Talk with Sam podcast. Man, we got a great one for you guys today. Um, Simon Phillips stops by the podcast. Now, those who don't know Simon Phillips, he does fall under that rule of snap famous. You know him when you see him. He's always the bad guy in all of your favorite movies, whether it be uh, horror movies, the bad guy in mobster movies, or sometimes um playing the living dead or crazy santa claus we jump into that but for those who don't know simon phillips is an award-winning british actor probably best known for some of his uh roles on the amazon prime hit tv show age of the living dead and no easy days and the rise and fall of the white collar hooligan trilogy um he's also has cited and won awards for his gruesome portrayal of santa claus in christmas horrors features once upon a time of christmas and the nights before christmas he's in the new netflix action comedy series foobar with arnold schwarzenegger that's uh, premiering may 25th 2023 but before he does all that he chops it up with your boy on the just talk with sam podcast and if you're new to this you got to get true to this go to your home for everything related to the just talk with sam podcast it can be found at samshownation.com your home for everything related to the just talk with sam podcast we've been doing this for quite some time and those who know we got to tell y'all it is right there on the home page and current promotions page there is a donate button we give that donate button gives right back to this podcast by hitting that every single solitary red cent to keep the free funny free and we we're doing this for you guys you guys have been doing this for us we've been doing this for over 13 years and we hope to keep doing it for it and we hope to keep it free so if you feel the need feel and give whatever makes you feel like a good person please go to samshownation.com hit that donate button and give whatever makes you feel like a good person but maybe you want a little bang for your buck we got the sam show nation store where we have uh merch there with that be t-shirts hats stickers whatever you need to show the world that hey i really like this podcast and i'll show my love for the podcast off it's all right there check it get it right there get all you just talk with sam swag right then and there uh by doing so also by uh doing that uh obviously any of the proceeds that's left after goes right back to making this podcast awesome speaking of the podcast itself you can always go to samshownation.com hit the podcast link and you can catch up on all of your favorite podcasts right then and there maybe you want to hear it for the first time or maybe you just want to hear it again you can catch all of your podcasts right there at samshownation.com by hitting the podcast button but maybe you listen to podcasts a little bit differently we are wherever podcasts can be found. You got it. Whether that be iHeart, Amazon, TuneIn, Stitcher, CastBox. Uh, what's the other one? I think I left out some iHeart Radio. Uh, I feel as though did I say Stitcher? I said Stitcher. Um, Spotify. You name it, we're there. Come on, check us out. Wherever podcasts can be found. So. With that said, we got a few sponsors this week, and we talked about it a little bit, um, having Simon Phillips is only um, apropos that we talk about this, it's the good folks at Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus wants you to catch Florentina taking on Inter in the Copa, it, it, ah, Copa Italy Finals, soccer. 
Stream the Fight for the Glory live Wednesday, May 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Paramount+. Plus. Get all your soccer action right in there one day before his show on Bar. Enter uh, is looking to repeat after winning their eighth title last year. They're being the first club to win back-to-back titles since, um, uh, yep. Run for the fourth straight spanning. Uh, Florentina, however, is making their first finals appearance since 2013. And when they lost to Napoli, Florentina has six titles overall, but they haven't won since 2000 2001 campaign. This is the destination for soccer fans. Catch all of the action right here on Paramount Plus. And the best way to get Paramount Plus is go to samshownation.com. Click that Paramount Plus link. They got plans starting as low as $5.99. So please go ahead, check out all your soccer action at Paramount Plus via SamShowNation.com. It's a mountain of entertainment. Next sponsor is the good folks at Fanatics. Look, Fanatics got all every sport. We talked about soccer a little bit or football or whatever you got, but Fanatics got you covered. But Fanatics wants you to know. You can get two birds with one stone. You can shop dads and grabs. And I need you guys to know something. It's playoff time. Whether it be hockey or basketball. Whether it be Dallas versus Vegas. Or Florida Panthers versus the Carolina Hurricanes. The Lakers versus the Nuggets. Or the Celtics versus the Heat. It's playoff time, baby. And you can score $10 fan cash to celebrate the NBA and NHL postseason. Make at least one purchase through fan cash via SamShowNation.com between now and the rest of May to earn the bonus fan cash. Some terms and conditions may apply. Offer valid through uh, May 31st, 2023. Also, the bonus fan cash will be deposited to eligible customer accounts by June 14th, 2023. Limit one bonus $10 fan cash award for each customer account. And also, those who are just shopping just for the sake of shopping, you can get up to 65% off site wide by putting in the promo code MELLE at checkout. Hurry up. Some uh, terms and conditions may apply, and it's a limited time only, but put in Melon, M-E-L-O-N, at checkout, and you can save up to 65% off site-wide at checkout. And lastly, certainly not leastly, the good folks at Target. Target got you covered. We're going back outside, people. It's springtime. Whether you are getting your garden together, you want to chill on the patio, or you just want to have a couple cold ones for this holiday weekend, you know who got you covered? Target. So please go to samshownation.com, get everything that you need to celebrate your Memorial Day holiday weekend from Target by going to samshownation.com, click the Target link, shops you normally would, whether you're picking up right in the store, they come right to your car in the designated parking spaces. It's always a good time at Target, so please... Go to samshownation.com, click the target link. But that's enough of me right now. What I'm about to do, reset these mics. Now I'll have a nice conversation with my buddy, Simon Phillips. So I will see you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talk With Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam Podcast.
Put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I Review on iTunes, Joe. But it's obvious, if the audience doesn't, we, we never write this out. Shut up! It's a great interview. All right. Well, let him do his thing. Can you hear me, Simon? Can you hear me? I, I can hear you, brother. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, let's just jump into it. This, I've been so anxious to talk to you. Um, <laughs> woke. To, wait, wait. I'm I'm sorry. I, I I do you right. We are slobberingly grateful for any guest we get, even a man of your magnitude. So we got to do the over the top intro. Oh, Ladies God. and gentlemen, so welcome this incredible badass actor. He taught you how to stop being a loser. He taught you love hurts. He stole Chaplin. He killed Keith. He fought in the ice cream wars. You know, the ones with the stripper versus the werewolves. He escaped paradise to go to Panama and did it all the night before Christmas. This man, he who dares. To be a white-collar hooligan who survived the game to become the last scout. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, Simon Phillips. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> how, how on earth do I follow that intro? I, I, think, mate, I think we should just <laughs> drop the mic and just leave. It's never going to get Man. better than what you just did for me. Man, this, this is so great because I'm going to say this next sentence with love. I, I love your work. I think I love it too much for this reason. You play a lot of bad guys to the point I instinctively don't trust you in any movie I've ever seen. And, and like any movie, any show, the second I see Simon, uh-uh, uh-uh, watch that guy. You watch him. Now, in that case, if you instinctively don't trust me, should we just start dating then? Because that seems okay. to be the yeah, yeah, You know what? Let's just start it off right. Let's just start it off right. <laughs> I rock the ring. I'll tell my wife, hey, you've been moved. Simon Phillips it's is not, here. It's not going to work, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, I've been mean, somebody else I don't trust. But, <laughs> but man, I watch you. Now, I got to watch how I word these questions because I watch FUBAR, and this is why we're here. We're talking about it. Fubar was it, your part in Fubar was so good, and I'm wording how I say this yeah. because you gave me what I always have seen with you in movies, and I've only seen you play a good guy a handful of times. Right. I don't know what it is. Like, okay, let's just take the thing, and and I'm I'm pushing this back where I think. I stopped trusting you. Uh, this was around night before Christmas when you were um, crazy Santa Claus. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Yes, I have to say, you you like betrayed my trust on two levels. 
because <laughs> of the Santa Claus and then all the stuff you yeah. did. But let's start with that. Like, I'm going to weave in FUBAR questions because yeah, – whatever, Whatever you like. Whatever okay, you like. all right. But I got to say, like, I only get this one shot, so I, I, wanted, to have, I wanted to talk about it all. Um, what was it like in that – because Santa Claus, although you was crazy – you did have some cool one-liners. Did you write those yourself? Did you did, like, or was that just something that you just kind of embraced? I do like a bit of improv, so uh, it depends on exactly what one-liner you're talking about. But with the director, who's the writer of the show as well of the Nights Before Christmas and the other one, and uh, we did two of these Christmas things. Uh, it, he's he's pretty good at knowing the sort of thing that I'd like to say sort of because uh, I've done movies with him before uh, so he's always going he goes I'm going to give you some of these he, he almost gives it to me begrudgingly like the new script pages and he goes I'm going to get there's some you're going to read some of this and you're going to like it I know you're going to like it and he's uh, and he said right because uh, you're like oh you can't play Santa Claus too seriously because he, he knows he goes no we want him to be horrific and violent and um and stuff like this. And I was like, yeah, of course, it's going to be a horror movie, but uh, you've got to have a little fun when you're doing it as well. Because it isn't, you're not really a bad guy. And it's as you're chopping someone's head off, you're, you've got a good one-liner ready to go. <laughs> now, here's something that I always want to ask. And granted, when I say I'm a student, I, I watch a ton of your movies, and I've seen a few of your interviews, and you say you don't exactly, you're not the biggest horror movie fan, because they scare you. They so, do. I'm terrified. Why do you do them? They're much less scary to make them than they are to watch them. Because obviously, if you make them, you know what's going to happen. Uh, but if you watch them, uh, you don't know what's going to happen. And I'm I'm an idiot like that. I'm so invested in the movie, like some not my own movie, someone else's movie, that I'm like I forget that it's you know I really do forget it's not real. You know I really do forget that. So for me, mate. It's terrifying, and the what's the and the most terrifying bit about it? I always tell people is like if I'm watching a horror movie, I'm not there. I'm like covering my ears, you know, sort of. I'm like, you know, I can't, uh, yeah, I can't just just can't. It's the sound. The sound is what's terrifying. Like what? Give me an example. Like you know the bit when it goes quiet and the person's wandering around with the flashlight, you know, like looking, and you know that that guy that girl they're dead you know so they just it, it's a good it's about to happen and then they're slowly moving around something goes behind them they just miss it you know sort of uh and you know there's a big coming you just don't know when and despite the fact that you know it's coming it still shocks you speaking of something that you know was coming yeah you were in the witcher i was and- yeah Am I allowed to say? Am I allowed to say any of this right now? I am in. I am in The Witcher, right? Well, okay. Watch how I word it. That's all I said. I ain't trying to. But this is my question. Yeah, they're known to be super secretive with scripts, with no leaks, no nothing. That's right. How do you audition for something you don't know you're auditioning for? Do do Do, you know what's super funny? I will tell you this right now. The witch's real name is, is not when even when you get the um, the script and everything, it's called something else. Uh, it's it's called uh, everyone's enemy. I think that's what it was called. Um, I'm probably definitely sure I'm not supposed to have told you that, but anyway, uh, that was what it was called on uh, season three, which is coming up. So they're, they're releasing that a bit later. But it, it's called something else. So even when you get the call sheets for the day to tell you what to turn up as, or to come for the makeup tests, or or all the things that they do. Uh, it, it, you get a call sheet and at the top of the call sheet it says everybody's enemy uh, and then you're like and then you get there and you go but this is the Witcher right and they're like yeah 
and like oh it's just like even even when we're here everybody's id and everything says everybody's enemy uh, but it has a little witcher symbol underneath it so you're like well so people know and they go yeah they know but like you know they, they're so sick you can't take any photos nothing you know like you can't post about it i wasn't even sure mate i did this last year and i wasn't sure i was even able even even i've done it like a, like they finished the season ages ago and i wasn't even sure if i was able to tell people that i was in it never mind like never mind what happens or what i'm doing in it but even that i was in it i was like about they're like but you we've already filmed it and i was like i just filmed it ages ago uh but i still wasn't sure they'd like they would kill me it's a bit like the fubar people the fubar guys if I told you too much about that show, I would also get killed for that. And you'd get killed, I'd get killed. Yep. There's a bunch of dead people is what we're saying. And that's what I'm getting at. See, because the reason I brought up The Witcher is because FUBAR, um, they, they, they told me, kind of pick your questions, like, because not to expose the show or whatever. Yes. So you are in that. That we right. can address that we you can. are in I'm in the show. I'm definitely allowed to say that. I've got okay. pieces of paper here saying it. Now, one thing about Fubar, the guy you play, and I don't even know if I can say the name or whatever, but one of the cool things about that is you um you did something a little bit different than most of your work. You have a different accent in there. It's like a Dutch German type accent. It's require- supposed to, right. It's supposed to be a Flemish accent, right? So but they had me speak in German at the beginning of it, so a little bit of uh, German speaking, which is really intimidating, by the way, if the person that you're speaking to also speaks German, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what I was getting at. I was just like, so how do you train? Do you train with him? Do you say like, hey, did I do this right? Let me tell you the best compliment I got from him, though, is that he thought I spoke German, Uh, because I did, I started just doing a bit of, like, my friend taught me a bit of German, and... uh, I, so I did a bit of German at the beginning and I like to change it up and improvise a little bit. So I did a bit. And then he started speaking German back to me and I was like, oh no, I'm out. I did you know, I spoke <laughs> all, all the German I know. I just spoke just right there and then. So that leads to my next question. Like throughout your career, you've worked mm-hmm. saw, alongside a lot of actors who are tough guys or just, uh, I think like your Arnold Schwarzenegger, you work with Bruce Willis, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is a tough guy. Yes, he is. Um, um, Mel Gibson, Cole Hauser, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Did you pick up any skills? Does that help you be it? Because you're usually a bad guy. So do you just like, oh, I want like pick and choose? Or do you pick up anything from being with all? They all have this like magic quality to them. And each of them have something different about them, right? Sort of. But you start, what's good, mate, is when you see, um, the toughest guys, the baddest guys, are always the nicest people. So the guys that are playing the complete arseholes are always the nicest guys. And I'll tell you another little trade secret. The guys that play the really nice guys, the love interest, the stuff, they're always the assholes in real life. It's, I don't know how it happens. I don't know how it happens. It's like the square-jawed, good-looking guy, you know, sort of, the, you know, every girl dreaming, who's it, a doctor? or is it, you know, He's always the asshole. You know, sort of, and the guy who was like, you know, the the Cole Houses or the the the, the big bad guys, the Bruce Willis's, the tough guys—they're always the nicest guys in the world. Uh, I don't know how it happens, uh, but it's true. I'm Since you. you work with those people, and I, maybe this is early in your career or during, have you ever been, I guess, intimidated by someone you're in the scene with across from you? Where you're just like, oh my god, I gotta, I gotta, sure. yeah, like who do you have sure. examples? Mark, Mark Hamill, definitely. Like, cause you're like, I'm looking, look, man, I'm an 80s baby. 
So I, you know, I grew up on Star Wars. So at some point, you know, he's saying lines, and I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I just totally zoned out because I'm talking to Luke Skywalker, and he's like, Simon, and I'm like, Yeah, I know. Sorry, it's terrible. That's terrible. But you're you're Luke Skywalker, so I just I don't know. I'm not even sorry. I'm just it was just Luke Skywalker was just talking to me, <laughs> and I just zoned out. And then you're like, I know it's my line. I know I've made it. cut. You don't have to cut. I'm, I know it's my line. Uh, I'll have to start again. It's definitely it's it's happened with uh well it's happened with uh Luke Scott led yeah Mark Hamill was the definitely the one it happened with everybody else has kind of I've been okay with uh because everybody Mark Hamill was the most professional person that like, had his lines perfect every other person was a bit more like me in that they like to improvise the scenes and stuff so every any times I've done stuff with Bruce Willis or something like that they uh, they like to improvise so that's good because I like to improvise so we're communicating in a different way so that's I'm not too nervous about the lines because I know he's going to change the lines. I'm going to change the lines, uh, and then we're going to have we're just going to have fun with it a little bit, which makes it a lot easier. Now, this is a math question, a little bit. Go on. So I know I'm hitting you with math early in the morning. I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Let me let me before you do that. Let me. Oh, do you think? Do you think? I, I got you. Okay, a Red Bull. All right. Okay, now all I'm right. ready. Hit, hit me with the math. All right. According to IMDb, yeah. you have worked. Um, on many projects, 89 as an actor, 49 as a producer, 19 mm-hmm. as a writer in a relatively short time. Where does this work ethic come from? Did you give up on sleep? Do you just have Red Bull in your veins? What are we talking about here? How, how do you, how do you get it done? Simon's life is sponsored by Red Bull. Thank there you. you <laughs> no, it's, um, mate, I'm just, do you know what it is? I'm just a coward. I'm too afraid to not work so I work all the time uh, just in case people are like you've got to be careful about what projects you pick and stuff like that and you're like you know what just work hard at everything and then the right things because often the projects I thought this is going to be a big success and it isn't a big success you know and then other projects you think are not going to be a big success are a huge success you know sort of uh, sort of so it's uh but if you the chart here's the thing if you work on both of those things it doesn't really matter uh because people are like yeah you know uh, yeah we see this guy around all the time that's how by the way that's how i got my jobs with bruce willis and arnold schwarzenegger all those things because they were like we see this guy all the time he's auditioning for other you know shows all the time like stuff i'm not getting but they see you the producers see you the casting director see you the you know the network sees you and stuff like that netflix people see you and then they're like so when they when someone drops out or they don't get the person that they maybe wanted to, your name is sort of familiar to them. And they're like, you know what? That, we see that guy all the time. He's always working. He's always doing something. Get him in. He, you know, he's obviously able to do it. So get him in. So then you're like, ah, oh, people are going, oh, it's right place, right time. And you're like, if you're in the right place for a long time, eventually it'll be your time. You know, so it's like persistence. Just keep doing it. Uh, and then they'll, and then the good people at Netflix will be like, we got to give this guy a job. Give him a job. Man, and along with that, like, a lot of the stuff you do on your own, you're kind of behind the scenes, whether it be writer, producer, or something like that. I will say, how important is that creative control to kind of mold your vision into something? Like, in FUBAR, I don't think you're behind the scenes as much, but... No, they they were interested in zero of what I had to say. (laughs) But... In your own projects, like still in Chaplin and things of that nature, you you always had kind of like a behind the scenes role. How important is that control where you can kind of shape the narrative of that story? 
I think on like independent stuff, it's always uh, like independent movies, like independent horror movies or, or Stephen Chaplin or some of those. It's always good to go, right, if we're making a small indie movie, you know, sort of uh, against, you know, like cause that's my life is like these small indie projects like under a million dollars and then these like FUBAR hundred million dollar Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, they're, they're two very different things. Uh, but you know with Fubar you're working for Nick Santora you know sort of and he's like just a wonderful writer and wonderful showrunner um so you know it's just really easy when it's Nick Santora you know sort of and Dana Goldberg there's like really powerful people at Netflix and stuff and you're like if you see their CVs you're like oh my god Dana Goldberg you know she made so many good things but um if you see all those things, you're like an Arnold Schwarzenegger, obviously, you know, you're in great company. You don't need to worry about the creative control because you know that there's such amazing talent behind the camera. Um, but when you're doing indie stuff, you want to be able to control that so that you can not control it, but sort of flex your input in it. I'm never usually the only writer. I don't, you know, have like we've, there's four or three or four of us to get the best of the project. And there's obviously, if, there's, if you're producing, there's usually about 10 of us, you know, sort of producing. But it's good to have. Uh, controlling it because I don't like being lazy so I think if you're an actor I don't think I think the time of you waiting for your phone to ring is like is long gone I think I think you've got to diversify a little bit you've got to get your fingers in lots of pie get people involved in projects that you would want to work with that are really good at what they do because then you'll benefit in general you know sort of uh, the better the DOP is on the project the better the editor the better the music the better you know all these things lead to a better project the better the other actors are sometimes I get involved in producing just so I can hire or I can have a say in who they hire as the other actor because you're like, well, you know, if I'm going to do a scene with these guys, I want them to be really good actors, you know, sort of because then because then I'll be better, you know, because they're really good. I, I want I want them to be better than me because if they're better than me, I'll try and catch up to them. I'll now, try and raise my game to match theirs, and that that's what that helps you. Well, that spawns another question, like uh, instilling Chaplin, like yeah. you got Wayne Newton, like <laughs> that, it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like that's a thing, but it it was such a thing. And when you see it, like, oh, that completely makes sense that they would have. So was that one of those things where you want to raise the bar a little bit so you could raise the bar? Wayne Newton is, you can't go and make a movie in Las Vegas without Wayne Newton. It's just like, it's just some sort of unwritten rule. Uh, and it was the one that we definitely weren't going to go and break. And um, yeah, he, Wayne Newton was lovely. Like I, you know, sort of um, the producer, Ken Bresser's there. He managed to sort of set up a meeting with him and uh, we went to dinner with him before we did the thing. And by the end, let me tell you, by the end of that movie, I had Wayne Newton, his wife in it, his daughter in it, and uh, his, we filmed some of the scenes in his house, uh, in his backyard. <laughs> sort of. So he was only coming to do one day kind of cameo in the movie, but he liked us so much uh, that he, he, he just he, he gave us everything. And you're like, he's such a nice guy. He's like the nicest guy in show business, Wayne Newton. Oh, by, by anybody, I'm sorry, the, the nicest guy in the world. That's awesome, man. So we're getting up against it. I know you got a big day. So we got a few speed round questions. All right. What do you think Hit about with speed round questions? There's no wrong answers. You, if you change your mind you know, in five you, minutes, we're good. You, there are a ton of wrong answers. Netflix marketing girl is watching this probably somewhere going, Simon, there's a bunch of wrong answers. <laughs> Don't mess up. I'll have to so, kill you, Simon. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Go. Go for it. All right. Long time this, this, Go. Whatever comes to you. Got it. You played a lot of bad guys in movies. Yeah. Do you have a favorite kill? A favorite kill? Sure thing. Santa Claus chopping a, my director's head off because he was the cameo in it. Okay. Okay. Um, if there's a battle royale of all of your characters, 
one room, all of these people, who's coming out victorious? I mean, Santa Claus is coming out victorious, isn't he? I mean, there's just, there's no, deranged Santa Claus is coming out victorious. No question. I don't know, man. I don't know. My who who would you put up against that? Gary. Huh? Gary. Jerry. Jerry. Uh, from, like, these are all your characters. A couple heroes, too. Like, uh, if you go in the age of living dead, and you're fighting zombie, or excuse me, vampires. Yeah. I could take a set. I could take crazy Santa Claus. Okay. Okay. That, so Jerry made to the living dead. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. If it, if it came down to just two, it's those two at the end for sure. I oh easily easily because the reason I love that character so much that is a guy who did not know what he signed up for. Yeah. And ended up like what? Okay. Because he's, he he's resource. He's resourceful. I'll give you that. Because exactly. He, had to be. yeah. he didn't know okay. he had to be a hero. All and right. he didn't know he had to be that damn resourceful. Like, I don't want to spoil something else. I got to set up. I got to set up. Because I'll, I'll spoil that. <laughs> and lastly, this is a yes or no question. I have right. read this. I have seen you in interviews before to prep for this. And I I, I, I got to know. Uh, I, I love your work. Has your dad actually come to grips with you not being a marine biologist? Did he, did he, is it okay? Did he, did he take it? It's still not okay. You know, he's still, he's still kind of like, you know, my, my brother is a soldier, you know, sort of like in the army, proper, like has, you know, and, you know, sort of, and every time I go to Christmas, obviously, you know, they have to acknowledge, so you, you know, you were playing dress up today, Simon, we, you know, sort of, it's still, it's still, to my dad, it still doesn't really, and I'm like, I earn more money doing my than you guys do, you know. So, but they still do like, yeah, it's still not a real job, yeah. And you're like, okay, okay. yeah. Let me ask and a follow up. In your yeah. next, in your next film, why don't you just be a marine biologist? You could, you wrote it. I mean, like, just write a movie in which you are a marine biologist. Do you think it? It might be. I'll do it, and I'll give it to my dad on his birthday. I'm like, just watch that. And then, and then all is forgiven. I hope you know that's it. That's mate. That's the that's the best idea for a pitch. You know, people are always pitching movies to me. You know, they go, "Hey, you know what you should do a movie about?" And they always give you an idea. That's the best idea I've ever heard. Point blank. Yeah, like, you could just. It would could... fix so many things in my yeah, family. Look, Simon. I know we're up against it. This has been. I don't want to take all day. I I want to, but um. I know your schedule is great. I thank you so much for coming to the podcast, man. This has been an excellent. Thank you, Sam. Dude. I appreciate it. Hey, and, uh, hey. It's, all, it's always fun to chat. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crush it. I loved you in Food Bar. Um, and anything else you do, you're always welcome back to the podcast. Much success in everything you do. And that Marine Biologist movie, I can't wait to see that one either. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Cheers. All right. Later, Simon. And there you have it. That was Simon Phillips. Please check him out on May 25th on Netflix. The show is called Fubar with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's such a good show. We can't. We did our best to not give away any of the plot and a lot of um, his actions in there. But um, you can take a hint. This is a great interview. But like most of our interviews, you can always go to our YouTube channel and you can see the video portion of the interview where we get a chance to meet, talk, make facial expressions, do all of that cool stuff by going to samshownation.com via Just Talking With Sam. 
So check my man out, Simon Phillips. The new Netflix action comedy, Fubar, will be out May 25th, 2023. Along with that, maybe you are still in the podcast and mood. You want to hear a great podcast. You need to check out my boys at the Act Accordingly podcast with Bash and Z. And, hey, you know they're going to bring the great DJ and Mady, and sometimes AJ. So please check out my boys. They are wherever podcasts can be found. It is the Act Accordingly podcast with Bash and Z. Well, that's enough of what I got this week. Everything relating to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Your home for everything related to Just Talk With Sam podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Um, Just Talk With Sam, no G and talking on uh, YouTube. Uh, you can see the full interview there. Just talking with Sam, no G and talking on Facebook and Instagram. Just talking with Sam, no G and talking at uh, Gmail. If you want to answer your questions, comments, concerns, comments, whatever you got, or everything else, you can catch me on Twitter at SamShow11. I want to thank you guys. I want to thank Simon Phillips for stopping by, having a nice chat. And this person doesn't get the credit she deserves as much as she do. I want to give a good shout-out to our buddy Annie, who's who's been helping us out lately, and she has just been making magic happen. Annie, you know we love you. Thank you so much. Don't stop. Uh, this has been great. But everything related to the podcast can be found at SamShowNation.com. Um... And we will see you guys next time. Peace out.